0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon. Welcome to The Rendezvous. We're going to talk love, but I would like to talk about vacation. Vacation because whether you take a day, whether you take a weekend, whether you take a week, um, I believe after what all we went through, we all deserve it. And not only that, we needed to recharge our emotional and physical batteries. We are all exhausted And excited, we're exhausted because we had to be careful not to get sick. Some people got sick. All the stress and the loss and the sadness. And on the other side, we're excited because it's almost over. So my advice, number one advice, very French of me, is joie de vivre. Love this summer with everything you've got, with maximum vacation, if you can. That's my advice. Now back to love. You call the next. 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Laurent. Uh,
2: bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Laurent. What's going on tonight?
2: Well, I, my best friend is getting married next month, and she hasn't been talking to me because I don't approve of the guy she's marrying, and I'm not planning on going to the wedding. And I'm just wondering if what I'm doing is valid.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Is he, do you think he's abusive in, emotionally or physically?
2: Uh, not physically, maybe emotionally, because he just doesn't appreciate her. He doesn't cherish her. He doesn't do things for her, and I don't even know why she's choosing him.
1: Right. Okay, so uh, have you told her you're not coming?
2: Yes, and so that's why she's not talking to me.
1: Right. Looking back, do you think you should have told her that, or you regret telling her that?
2: I don't regret it.
1: I see. Well, listen, this is your right. As a friend, should you or should not interfere in people's business? That's the question. You believed, yes, I should. And I'm going to express myself. It's my right as a best friend to say, I don't approve of him. I don't approve the marriage. So I don't want to be a hypocrite and celebrate the wedding, right? Right. Okay. But how do you feel about you losing your best friend then?
2: I mean, it breaks my heart. But I just know that I'm doing what's right. If I was in someone's shoes, I want somebody to tell me the truth about how they feel. Mm-hmm.
1: Let me let me let me um, ask you this question: Do you have any friends that are addict, alcoholic, drug addict? No. Okay. So I do, and so here's the story that applies to the rest of the topic: is that an addict must realize on his own that it's time to you know try something different. You can't tell people what to do. It doesn't work. So let's say your friend is in a toxic relationship and her heart is intoxicated by this man. You can tell her all you want. It won't change a thing in her because it's a subconscious. It is a soul. You have no access to that. You're not a shrink. So I understand and I respect your decision. My advice is uh, send her letters, reach out, be supportive, don't lose a friend. Friendship is precious. She may divorce this guy, but if you don't reach out and you don't have to see them, but just send letters, you know how much you love her, and you'll always be there. And uh, it's not against her, and 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 be be a good friend because people who are in toxic relationship, uh, they they don't listen to anybody else but their own pain. And one point, it's too much, and they stop. But it has to come from her.
2: Okay, thank you, Simon.
1: You're most welcome. You're not her mother, Laura. You're just her best friend. So it's not the same responsibility. (laughs) Yes. All right. Good luck to you and have a good night.
2: Thank you. Bye, Simon.
1: So here's the question. Should you or should you not interfere in other people's relationship? Yes or no? We're talking about that next. So I'm just curious, but... Have you ever been tempted, or maybe you have, um, had a friend that got into a toxic relationship and you spent all that time listening to the flack and blah, 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 and gave your opinion a million times and thought it was your business to pass judgment or ask or try to repair the things where, at the end, it never works. But do you believe sincerely that it is your duty as a friend or family member uh I'm talking outside of physical or emotional abuse, obviously, that's a different matter. But if it's just a toxic relationship, should you interfere or not? Or should you just be supportive and not say a thing about it? Let me share with you a personal story and the lesson I've learned through that story coming up next. So to the question, should you and have you ever try to you know, get involved and for the good of the relationship of a friend of yours and say you shouldn't date this person. Well, I have done that many times. And um, it never worked because unless somebody asks you for help, it doesn't work. And um, I remember uh, with a friend of mine, a guy in Paris, uh, who always kind of was attracted to girls who were self-destructive. And I told him a million times, you know, uh, you can't date women that are such an addiction. It won't work. It doesn't listen to me. But then he would call me back and I spent so much time and I got furious. And at one point I said, I'm not his dad. He's a grown-up. He's my buddy. But don't waste your energy. The only time you can answer a question is if somebody said, please help or what do you think? Otherwise, never give your opinion about anybody else's partners. Only if it is requested and you are wanted But I'm not going to call you first and say, hey, tell me about your boyfriend. Never. You call me, I answer. Same thing with your friends and family members. Wait for them to come to you. That's my advice. Calls next. Bonjour, Bianca.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Bianca. What's going on?
0: Simon, I really want to move forward in my relationship. I really, really care for this man. But... Mm -hmm. I'm having an issue with his mother tending to be the third wheel.
1: The third wheel? Like like what?
0: Like she, on our days off together, she always finds a way to, like, end up being with us or coming over his house. Or if we're out to eat, she, like, pops in.
1: Bianca, how does that make you feel when that happens?
0: Well, it makes me feel like... She doesn't want me to have any alone time with him. Almost like she doesn't want us to have enough like time together to really do things that couples do. Mm-hmm. Such as? You know, like ooh-la-la, maybe a nice dinner, you know, working away to an evening of ooh-la-la, but she always either finds a way to show <laughs> up or she'll call and something has happened. And Wow. Yeah.
1: Okay, but um, he doesn't see it. I mean, he, does, he doesn't see his mom is in the way of wonderful romance.
0: He does, but he doesn't know how what to do about it. You know, he's like, "That's my mom. I don't want to hurt her feelings." Um, his, uh, just maybe, and I should throw this in that his father passed away two and a half years ago,
2: uh-huh,
0: so uh-huh. you know she's alone a lot now. So it's like. Well-
1: Yes, but I understand that, and I, you know, I'm sorry for for the loss. But the thing is, uh, it's unhealthy. She should be spending time finding another mate, or you know, other friends. You know, uh, and completely. and and he should be, uh, you know, romancing you and vice versa. Because he's not going to replace his dad, and um, he has to to understand that. So I think you have to get out of the unspoken, and we have to put some rules. And he said, I, I really believe it's up to you. If you want us to work, you have to set up some rules with your mom. If you don't. I can't envision a future in this relationship where uh, my own romantic time with my man depends on his mother because we're not in high school anymore. You know, Remember when you were 15, 16, 17? Well, you had to ask your parents this, that, and try to find time and sneak in. But I don't believe you in high school, are you? Uh Exactly. Mm-mm. Neither is he. So do you think you can have a talk like that with him?
0: I'm going to, yes. Good. And hopefully he's responsive to it.
1: Well, if he's not responsive, my answer would be, uh, I'm not dating you anymore.
0: Okay. Okay? That, yeah, no, that makes total sense. Yes, it does. you
1: got to have boundaries. Otherwise, yeah. you can't grow the tree of love in a healthy way. Yes. All right.
0: Boundaries. <laughs> oh,
1: boundaries. Boundaries, yes. Oh. Without boundaries, there are no possible healthy relationship. It's so important.
0: Mm. Thank you, Simon.
1: Anytime, Bianca. Thank you so much for calling and have a good night. What do you think are the right boundaries, the limits, the things that we should have in our relationship to make it work? Let's talk about that next. So when it comes to relationships, what do you think are the boundaries, the, the limits, the laws, the rules that we should apply so that the tree of love grows tall? And think about this. It's like a, a, a newborn almost, or a new relationship. Everything is new. So at first, there are no rules, right? Like you know, exclusivity. Starts when we had, have the talk, DTR. And then it's really important, both of us, to accept rules and boundaries, such as who does what, such as you know, how much time should we spend with our parents and families, such as you know, when it comes to sharing the bills. That, that's the first that comes to mind. Now, next, I want to talk about also the don't, the boundaries that are not to do. Next. So, without boundaries... Without limits, the tree of love cannot grow tall. It cannot. It's going to go sideways. And so rule number one, don't cheat on me. Rule number two, don't lie. That's all the don't, the do not. Um, rule number three, no unspoken. Talk to me and, and don't pretend. And, and rule number four, always, always leave a space for compromise. Right, So that, that is huge. So the boundaries are the bodyguard of your relationship. And they have to be negotiated together. Naturally, we have different rules because we have different families. So let's just talk and find the right boundaries to grow your tree of love as tall as possible. The sky's the limit when it comes to love. Your calls are next. If you want to share something romantic that has happened to you, Call my show, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Valeria.
3: I'd like to share my love story with you, Simon.
1: Listen, I'm all ears.
3: All right. I'm currently engaged with my boyfriend.
1: Uh Congratulations.
3: Thank you. He spends a lot of time with me, as much as we can. We take long walks, riding, go to movies. We even fall asleep in each other's arms have Hmm. talked the day away or the night away and wake up, we're in each other's arms. Wow. Do you think that we're spending too much time with each other?
1: Hmm. I see. Um, How do you feel about it?
3: I feel good and, you know, our friends are kind of, I don't know, would you say they're kind of jealous or so? They're like, you don't never have time to go nowhere else. You're always wrapped up with your boyfriend. And I'm like, Anne, is something wrong with that? And he gets the same feedback from his friends. So are we doing something wrong?
1: No, 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 no. Listen, um, in, in the, how can I say this, the hierarchy, if we can say that, of love, I mean, it comes usually to your family first, your partner second, your friends third. And then fourth, you're a football team. I'm kidding. Basically, no, you're doing nothing wrong. What makes you happy matters. And tell your friends, listen, we spend time together because we want to. We still love you. It's not against you. I repeat, it's not against you, but I'm having the time of my life. And so I wish you the same. I think good friends should you know, um, praise true love, not criticize it. And you're a very happy woman, aren't you?
3: Yes, very much. I'm just always smiling. I, you know, whatever can be going on in our days of, uh, of the world, I don't let that take what is happening in my relationship away from me. Um, I just keep a smile on my face. And people sometimes even walk up to me, Why are you smiling? I said, I'm happy. Aren't
1: you? Exactly. So here's my, my, my answer on that. You're doing nothing wrong. And thank you for sharing that story because it's beautiful to hear two people love each other so much. So I thank you for bringing that little star and light of true love into the show. Thank you so much and have a good night.
3: Thank you. Take care.
1: Et merci. Coming up, I'm going to go to Vila's voicemail because she has a question about her boyfriend and I want to help her. Vila's voicemail is next. Hey, you know how it works at the rendezvous, you have a question 24-7, all you need to do is call my voicemail, 855-905-8255, I'll play your message on air, and I'll answer on air, just like for Villas, take a listen.
0: Bonjour, Simon, Uh, this is Willa, I'm just calling because I need some advice about my boyfriend, he, um, I don't like the way he initiates the ooh-la-la, like, he'll either grab my butt or tell me, it's go time, and it's just. Like not sexy, it doesn't get me in the mood, and it actually makes me like not even want to do the ooh la la. So I just wanted to know from you, Simon. Um, how do I get him to understand seduction?
1: Hmm, that's a great question. Um, I think I may have the answer. Yeah, how can you teach your boyfriend or your partner seduction to get to the ooh la la? I'll tell you. Next, what I think. So this is a very interesting question that I got my voicemail from Bella. Basically, you know, and I can understand, you know, she's a woman and her boyfriend, when it's time to ooh-la-la, grabs her butt and says to go time, go ulala, you know, which is not very romantic or seductive. So uh, she's asked me, you know, how can I teach my man to be you know, using more seduction when it comes to pre ulala so what is seduction? Is to create a feel of desire in the other person. I think men and women want to be seduced. Seduced doesn't mean to make a gesture of grabbing butt. That is not in the dictionary under seduction. Seduce is very smoothly, maybe caress your partner's neck or kiss it. Maybe wear a, a cologne, something that she likes. Maybe um, bring a bouquet of flour. And when it comes to dinner, you prepare... You know, a, a meal and a glass of wine she likes. It's to make the other person feel enchanted, seduced. It's not a bad word. Without seduction, there is no erotism, and if there is no erotism, there is no ooh-la-la. I hope that helps you to understand what to do with that. You call the next. Bonjour Trevor.
4: Bonjour Simon. Thank you for taking my call. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm dating this girl and she's great and all that, but you know she I she likes to date women as well and I don't mind it, but should I be threatened with that? Or I mean, is that something that oh boy, like down the road can like
1: haunt me? Or um, what do you mean haunt you? I don't understand. What what what, what do you mean? This is something could haunt you?
4: Well, it, it's something that do women t- typically all of a sudden, just all of a sudden, like uh, start to grow more feelings for other women and they leave you for the, for the woman. I mean, right now it just seems like it's all nice and fun, you know, it's, uh, and I don't, I don't have a hangup with it or anything. I just don't know if it's something where, oh boy, should, is she really a lesbian or is it something that she is just having her fun with?
1: Have you talked about it with her? Yes. And what did she say? And she said she's
4: just just having fun. That's just totally not a lesbian. Just you know, having her fun
1: right now. Okay. How does that make you feel?
4: Uh, makes me feel. I mean, you know. I mean, listen. If that's her thing, I guess it's okay as long as it doesn't affect us. And I'm. It's not a. It's not taking time away from me.
1: So I guess it's okay. Do you feel threatened by the fact that maybe? In private, in romance, and la she would prefer, you know, um, being romantic with women than you. Yes, mm-hmm. that's that's the point. Yeah. Um, so so here's here's the choice. Really, you can accept her and your relationship as she is, or if you feel it's too much for you, you can also just be friends and say, listen, I'm not sure I can handle it, and be honest. Just I, you know, I have doubt, I have this, and I'm insecure, and and just be honest. It's, you tell her it's not against you. I just I don't think I can handle it. Right. 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 nobody's wrong or right. it's just it's it's what it is. so if I can tell it makes you a little anxious and you feel you might, she might you know enjoy the romance and it will allow with other women more than with a man, and if it's something that disturbs you a little bit i I think it's it's a good reason not to be with somebody and and then um find a mate that she will make you feel you know very at ease,
4: yeah, it's a good point. I, I was thinking of just keeping it going the way it's going, like you say, you know, be honest with her. And then just uh, basically, you know, as long as it
1: doesn't take away from me and see where it goes, like as long as she's not drifting more and more away from it, away from sure. us. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, the point of a relationship is happiness. If you feel right. in the balance of in your life she brings more happiness than stress, keep the relationship going. Okay. All right. Okay. Great. Au revoir. Au revoir, Trevor. Question about the ex. Um, do you keep jewelry or gifts from your ex? We'll talk about that next. So, about exes. If you receive a gift, you know, jewelry, something nice, once you're not with that person, you usually keep jewelry or gifts from your ex. 58% of you voted yes, I do. 49% of you voted no at Monivu Radio. Very interesting. Uh, I do keep gifts from my ex, I must say, and forever. Uh, thank you so much for voting and thank you for listening to my show tonight, Le Rendez-vous.
4: Le Rendez-vous with Simon
0: Marcel.